Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Coming up this hour, we'll have for you status updates with John and Shirley and Hashtag Taiwan with Leslie Liao. But first up, here in Taiwan. Hello, everybody who is watching on Facebook and everybody who is listening via Radio Taiwan International. Uh, in the studio today, we have Leslie Liao. Hello. We have Stash Butler. Hello. And we have me, Andrew Ryan. Uh, this is Here in Taiwan. We spell it with an ear. H-E-A-R. Because we are letting you hear us in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> what else? As opposed to what? What would you hear with? Uh, well, no, it could be H-E-R-E. Yes. I think oh. it, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. forget I've been here too long. My right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... You're part of the system now. There you go. You've been hearing too oh, long. No, oh, no, no. Terrible. I'm about to just get up and leave from my <laughs> spot. <laughs> okay, I think I'll, maybe we'll workshop that whole uh, catchphrase yeah, that we had going there. We can polish that next time. Polish it for next time. Uh, so we have a fun show for you today. A lot of things are going to be happening. Um, we have... Uh, Leslie has written he's going to be trying to make peace with the voices in his head. Did you, is that from this week? Well, no, because like last week it said Shirley's talking about her daughter in quarantine. Uh-huh, and right. I was thinking everybody gets to have a personal story. Well, let's talk about my personal struggles. <laughs> you know, why not? Are we going to be having a little bit of a therapy session? Well, dude, there's 32 personalities in here. Which one do you want to come out? Wow. Oh. Let's have the here in Taiwan one. Yeah. I what, like is always, one. what is that personality like? He's just the fun one. He's the one that you're always used to, you know? Oh, we like The one that. that holds it together just enough. Well, just gonna, enough. I'm going to tell you all about how I went to a cafe dedicated to Leslie. Oh, I heard about that. There you yeah. go. Uh, Stash has a story called Shock, Doc, Stop, Flip Flop. <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually read that out loud until now. Process that one for a Process second. Process that one. Yes. Uh... And that's not all. We've got other stories, too, and we'll tell you about them in today's Here in Taiwan. Don't go away. I like it. Jen Delari's got the wiki wiki woot woot. There's the catchphrase. That is my favorite part of the intro music. Witchy witchy woot woot. Make that the catchphrase then. I th I thought it was a catchphrase. We just haven't used it in a while. Yeah, I don't think we thought we thought of it. Like it wasn't readily available. Stash is looking like what is I going missed, on? I missed that bit. You what? need to go back and listen to the opening credits. We'll play it later on. Okay. You can hear the wiki wiki woot woot. Okay. And okay. there's a bell sound. Does that ring a bell? It's not ringing any bells, actually, no. But I I'll pay more attention next I'll time. I'll ring the bell for you later. Please. Uh, so, I want to start off with, uh, dear Leslie. Yes. How are you today? Um, <laughs> dandy. Fine. As good as it can be. So, I went uh, to a friend's birthday party on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. 
And then as I was leaving the birthday party, I thought, hey, if I can cycle from Tianwu all the way back to my home in Xindian, which is forever away. That's a long way. The opposite side. That's like the opposite side of the cities. Yeah. One north, one south. I'll give you a Google Maps. What is that? That's, yeah, give me a distance. It's about 20K. About 20K, yeah. So, what is that in miles? That's about um, 12 miles, maybe? Sounds good to me. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought I should, I should cycle home. And halfway there, me and a friend, we, we stumbled on this cafe called Dear Leslie. And I thought that it was opened by our, our man here, Leslie. You just see me just walk in there. Or like you guys walk in the store. I come out from the back wearing an apron. I freak mean, out. I figured it'd be like life-size pictures of Leslie on the wall. And I was not disappointed. There were life-size photos of Leslie on the wall. But it was not our Leslie Liao. It was Leslie Cheng. So, it was Zhang Guorong, who's a famous Cantonese, uh, he's a Hong Kong singer slash movie star, who tragically passed away in 2003. Now, I have to tell you, I was a little bit of a Leslie fan. Like I, As you should be. I think everybody should be. He made some amazing movies. If you've seen Farewell, My Concubine, if you've seen The Bride with the White Hair, if you've seen Happy Together... Uh, or maybe you've listened to his albums, some of his many, many albums in Cantonese. I believe he also sang in Mandarin. But at any rate, I was surprised to find that there's a cafe in Taipei that is totally dedicated to him. Mm. In oh. fact, there are w- pictures, I mean, uh, next to having pictures of Leslie Liao on the wall. Uh, if you're going to have a Leslie with pictures on the wall, it should be Leslie Cheng. Um, I think we should put, put a little, let's, let's post a little link to him. Uh, so you can you can uh, experience. I got his Wikipedia open right here. You oh, why don't you post that, that right in there? there. Mm. Um, but he was an iconic figure from way early on. But I think uh, you know he really grew, got a place in people's hearts after he passed away. He passed away very tragically uh, at the age of I think forty six. Yeah, uh, he committed suicide. He jumped to his death in Hong Kong. Um, and I think the people that just really left an impression on people. You know, I actually saw him in concert in Taipei. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Back in 1998. Not to date myself or anything. <laughs> um, but at any rate, I thought that was kind of a fun thing. Dear Leslie, go check it out if you live in Taipei. Uh, I, you know, one thing you can do, I should show you this. You can get little stickers of Leslie... Uh, Let's see. You're, this is very Chung. confusing for me. You can get little like <laughs> fan stickers that are the size of your Metro card. And you can stick it on there. Oh, wow. Check that, that what you out. Did? Have you, you got a like, Leslie card? I've got a Leslie Metro card now. That's not exactly what I pictured, but... Yeah, so that's a, a still from one of his movies. But so now every time I pay with something, if pay for something like the U-Bike or like if I need to like uh, pay for parking or like to take the Metro... I swipe Leslie and I say, thanks for paying for me, Leslie. You're very <laughs> welcome. On behalf of Leslie's worldwide, you're very welcome. <laughs> the Leslie Association. Only thing better would be if uh, Leslie Liao could pay for my, you know, parking. That would be really cool, I'm going to let Leslie Chung have this one. He can have that uh, <laughs> illustrious honor. Have you ever thought of starting up your own cafe? You know what? There's a Leslie Cafe around the corner from my house. Are you sure it's not the same one? It's not. It's not Dear Leslie because... It's like a nice patisserie. No, okay. And uh, so I it's just, patisserie themed. Yeah, I'd like, I like. I would like. I looked at it and I was just like, I should just go in and just start ordering people around because. They, well, like it's it's Leslie, right? I, I own that place, right? Come on. Yeah, you spell- could probably get like a free coffee or something, maybe. You know? I think so. You pull out the Leslie card. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, you just pull out the Leslie card. I think so. Yeah. They might make Leslie pay for it though. So <laughs> <laughs> we have some comments here. We have. Uh, Debashi's Gope, who 
who's writing to us from where? Saying good afternoon. Uh, we have Rowana Abioi says, Hi, I'm from Kenya. I'm a black African girl. Yes, this is a, a space for everyone. So we also have uh, Radha Krishna Pillai N saying, Which is Taiwan's popular film shooting location? Oh, Taiwan's so small. Like, interesting. There's a lot. Uh, film shooting location. I mean, I think anything with the iconic Taipei 101 is yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Mm. I would say mountain scenes are huge. Uh, yeah. If you wanted to go kind of, yeah, like more kind of old traditional thing, then maybe you'd go somewhere like Jofen. Actually, yeah. Jofen, uh, if you've ever seen the iconic Ho Xiaoshen film, uh, Sydney, City of Sadness, which I believe uh, picked up awards uh, in Venice, um, maybe... A silver lion? Is that what they have in Venice? I don't know. I'm, I'm failing. Something like that, yeah. Uh, I believe that, that that was definitely shot in Jofen. There was actually a rumor saying that um, the, the Japanese anime film, um, My Neighbor Totoro... Yeah. No, 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 no. Spirited no. Away. Spirited Away. That's not actually a rumor. That's been confirmed. I thought, that, it? I no. thought it was a Japanese town. No, no, no. Miyazaki was just like, he's, he came to Taiwan and then he just looked at the cliffs of Jofa and he's just like, I got my next movie. Really? Wow. Yeah. That, that's not a rumor. That's like legit. That's pretty cool. Confirmed. I didn't realize that. Confirmed. 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 Mythbusters. Wow. Myth- Here we are. <laughs> I don't know. We have many myths going on. I know. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, uh, so if you are in Taipei, uh, check out some of these locations we've mentioned or in Taiwan. Joseph Stevens says, Leslie is my middle name. Good name. Can't agree more. Wow. Can't agree more. All the Leslie's there popping out of the woods. halls, pantheons of great Leslie's throughout history. Who's the most famous Leslie you know? Uh, Leslie Nielsen. He's a great oh, comedic actor. Right. Hilarious man. Naked, Naked Gun. Gun. There you see. Ooh. Wow. Very good. Mr. Magoo. You know, he did the Mr. Magoo for a little bit. That's right. There's a Leslie Howard. He was a World War II actor. He was in... No, not the World War II actor. He died in the World War II. He got shot down by the Germans. Ooh. And, um, but he was in Gone with the Wind. Wow. Yeah, a lot of uh, famous Leslie's. You got Jason Stevens right there. You got one sitting next to you. Yep. You just talked about a famous Leslie. How many more do you want? If anybody knows any famous Leslie's, uh, post them down below. Let me know. So we've got uh, some more people uh, commenting in. We've got Han Shiping saying, Leslie is my shifu. Uh, this Leslie? I, I know Pan. I know okay, Pan Shipin, so, yeah. so you're the, you're I, the Leslie. That's I wouldn't even think, I never thought he looked, thought so highly of me, but what's up, Pan? <laughs> uh, also, Jen Delari says, yep, if I ever go to Taiwan, definitely going to the cliffs because I love that spirited away. It's beautiful, too. A beautiful, beautiful town. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful in the rain. Or in the sun. Mm, it rains a lot there. Like, odds are you go, there's going to be rain. But it has, like, we say in Chinese, like, it's a, it's a place that you want to see in the rain because it gives you the feels. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You can sit in, I actually haven't been. I've got to say, this is. You've never been? Ooh. I haven't. No. I really How missed out. How long have you been out. to Taiwan for? Uh, a bit over a year. But I, Ooh, every man. time, every time, because, you know, it gets really, I mean, now, obviously, there's not so many tourists, but it gets super busy there when there are tourists. That right? is true. Best yeah. to go on a weekday, if possible, or yeah. in the morning. Um, I mean, you get a pass, though, because you cycled all the way around Taiwan. I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to bring that up again. As yes. far as Taiwan accomplishments go, that's like at the tippy top. I yeah. mean, you I've, know. I've climbed Yushan as well, so, you know. Yes. I mean, so, hello. He hasn't been to, he hasn't yeah, been to one I get, place. I get a pass, yeah. That's my get out of jail free card. Oh, uh, we have a couple more famous 
Leslie's here. Jason Stevens says Leslie Gore, 1960s, I guess, female singer. Mm. Also, Leslie Stahl from 60 Minutes from that's Hans Petter Hovet who wrote in with that. Uh, keep them coming. Legions, this is, just legions of Leslie's marching le- through history. <laughs> the Leslie Legion. That's I love right. that. That's lots of L's. <laughs> um, so we're going to go on to a story here. I say we do your story first, Leslie. Yeah. What was your story? Because uh, yours is lighter. I think we should save that towards the end. Okay, right. Okay, so this comes off hot off the heels. In recent months, a lot of Chinese incursions have been happening in Taiwanese airspace, right? So we're talking about military jets. Yeah, almost every day there have been uh, Chinese military warplanes or reconnaissance planes um, infringing on Taiwanese airspace. And uh, every time that happens, Taiwan has to scramble the jets and intercept these planes and just say, hey, you're in Taiwanese airspace, get out. (laughs) And um, another thing that's also topical is that Taiwan also has a fleet of F-16 fighter jets uh, purchased from the U.S. military, which are actually undergoing upgrades right now from F-16A-B blocks to F-16Vs. You said a lot of numbers and letters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're just essentially they're upgrading these jets to make them more war capable. Right? Yeah. More, more comfortable seats. More yes. comfortable seats, um, uh, more aerodynamic, ju- fuel efficient. Yeah, like a, they've got like the a, seats. Got like a cup holder. <laughs> yeah. Or burrito holder, depending yeah. on where you're from. Burrito holder. Anyway, uh, recently Taoyuan has also been the site of a cluster infection, right? And a lot of the health officials are kind of scrambling because it's the first really heavy cluster domestic infection we've had in over maybe 250 days. And uh, the medical workers out there are just they're slammed. They're really yeah. stretched to the gills. They can't leave the hospitals, and uh, they might be quarantined. They're at risk every day. So what happened was a few days, like yesterday, which was Sunday, an F-16 fighter jet was about to take off to go intercept a Chinese warplane. But as it took off, someone saw in the cockpit, there was a poster that said, "医疗团队加油," um, uh, which basically is encouraging the medical workers. And so it was a poster inside the F-16 yeah. saying... Jayo. Yeah, so the pilot, like, definitely, like, he, he just put it up That's as cool. he was about to take off. And that really got caught a lot of attention on social media. It was just really nice that these people who are not just defending us from outside forces, but also from bacter- uh, viral forces, mm. not bacterial, viral forces, <laughs> they're joining together and uh, they got each other's backs. And it's, it was just a very nice show of uh, solidarity. That's really cool. Yeah. That's that's, uh, that's protecting Taiwan in more than one way. I wouldn't yeah. imagine. So, like, where is this poster? You know, presumably, it's, I hope it's not kind of blocking his view. I don't think it's on the window. No, <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, no. It's off, off to the side. I it's see, off, I yeah, see. Yeah. I was just sort of imagining. He's in the me- <laughs> It's like, I can't see to my left, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is writing in and asking, what is the temperature in Taiwan today? Right now, it is a beautiful 19 degrees Celsius, 66 Fahrenheit. Mm. Um, why are we all wearing jackets except Leslie? Well, it's let, really cold in this room, and it always is. It like, always is cold in this room. Yeah. Freezing, but he does it because he's got this uh, newly worked out physique. Uh, is that why? Too lazy to put on a jacket? How are you going to see his guns if he's not, you know... <laughs> That's the thing, keeping with the military That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write, uh, you know, something a little bit on the bicep here for a little bit later. Yeah, um, yeah so no, it's really cold in the studio, and it apparently is going to get down to 55 degrees Fahrenheit, or like 16 Celsius this evening. There's another cold front coming on Thursday, I apparently. Know. It's pretty yeah. bad. What are we going to do? What's- but then again, Stash, like, coming from the UK, yeah. is Taiwan cold really cold to you? No, it's not. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, I think we've been over. It's just the lack of central heating is not fun. Uh, lack of central heating is a key issue. Um, how many of you live in places where there is no central heating? If you're watching us in a place where there's no central heating, leave us a little comment below and let us know. 
Uh, Mickey Lynn says, hi, guys. Good afternoon. Hello, Mickey. Also, uh, uh, hello from Likat Ali Awan uh, from the Alawan Radio Listeners Club of Pakistan, Sheikhupura. So, great to hear from you as well. Uh, Jen Delari, Fahrenheit conversion of Celsius, 10 to 20. Wow, it's nice. Mm, yeah. That's right. Mm, nice. Um, <laughs> that is a good way to put it. <laughs> Who in the studio regularly wears flip-flops? Regularly. Yes. Um, mm. I do. When do you wear flip-flops, Leslie? When I take out the... When I'm running after the garbage truck at 9.30 at night. Does that count as regularly? Well, like... like, Yeah. Yeah, maybe like the summertime when I'm too lazy to put on the shoes. How often do you take the trash out, Leslie? I think that's the question I'm asking. (laughs) Oh, if I'm not at the office at 9.30 at night, then I do take out the trash, you know? (laughs) Right, there's that. I, I don't know. I don't... I mean, like... Do slippers, I guess, like torsier, like do they count if they're kind of open toed? Like, so, oh, I don't know. Those, My understanding, are those slip, yeah, those flip flops are uh, they're the ones that jiao jiao tour. So it's like, right, it's the, it's, I guess the they thing call that goes, thongs, aren't they? Yeah, like the, the Australians, <laughs> they do, call them they do, thongs, they, yeah, the Australians yeah. call them thongs. I know this well, foot thongs, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's very so confusing like, for everyone else. To me, that's what a flip flop is. Anything else is just a slipper because you just kind of slip on, like slip, slip it on, slip on as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at us just diving I, into the etymology of of flip flops. I had a teacher who told me that flip flops were invented by an Italian man called Philippe Philop. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. <laughs> and what did uh, what did you say? What was your I, response? I, I, that was basically my reaction. <laughs> <Philippe>. <laughs> what kind of a teacher was this? Not a uh, history teacher. No, no, history, definitely not a history teacher. <laughs> history of inventions. Yeah, he was a funny, funny man. Oh no, I don't wear flip flops that often. I'm gonna, I'm with Leslie. Like occasionally, I'll t- I'll wear them to go out um, <laughs> to like to, to take the trash out, but not other than that, not really. I mean, they're called flip flops because of the noise they make. Yes. So, like, yeah. when you're walking down the side of the street, you're just like, pick, 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 and then, like, you get really self-conscious because people, like, turn around, like, yeah. And it was like, what is that? <laughs> Wait, somebody's writing us to us from above the Arctic Circle in Norway. This is Hans, Hans Petter Hovit. Where are you writing oh my from? God. He it, must, okay, like, we can't complain about you, being I hope anymore. you do have central heating. Yes, and you don't wear flip-flops to take out the yeah. trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you you have a story there about uh, how there's a doctor saying that this is not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I think we get a, we get a fair number of stories here. I feel I want to like, debate this. I want to yeah, debate. This. It's like doc- doctor saying you shouldn't do something you like to do. And here in that category, we now have flip flops, wearing flip flops. So according to this doctor in Taoyuan uh, called Ling Songkai. Uh, uh, wearing flip-flops daily could cause one's toes to become deformed and lead to lower leg failure. <laughs> Hold on, let me take off my shoe really quickly. Like, oh, yeah. I love lower Double leg Double check this failure. really quickly. Uh, sprained ankles and deformed vertebrae, among other conditions. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I firstly love the idea of like lower leg failure. Like I don't know, like just like one kind of massive. I am fa- no longer going to be a lower leg. <laughs> I'm going to perform the functions yeah. of the upper leg. It just, it just like it just stops arterial blockage. Yeah, I don't know. So it's a problem we're talking about here is a, is an issue with the like uh, the fallen arches or kind of yeah. like the actual the soles of the flip flops, not the actual like the. The, the, the yeah, little wedge. So it's, it's not the little wedge mechanism. Uh, that I, I mean, I imagine it's all a kind of a holistic thing, though, right? Because it's about like how it's bound to your foot. So I think actually he talks about uh, where is it? Yeah. So when walking in flip flops, many people stiffen their toes, which I think is probably because yes. you don't have that 
Because yeah. you want to keep the foot, yeah, the foot like, flop you're gonna, on. You're doing that essentially, but with your toes. And that causes fatigue in the lower legs and, over time, increases the risk of tendon inflammation and sprained ankles. As somebody who has uh, chased a garbage truck in flip-flops... No, I think, um, I think I know what he's talking about. The only reason you would tense up your toes like that is to prevent yourself from going flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. Because I've done that before. Yeah. Like, you tense up to, like, keep the sole stuck to your foot. I feel like I'm always but kind of just, tensing a yeah, bit. You yeah, you just gotta let it ride, man. That's, they're called flip-flops for a reason because they make that... But then they just... Yeah, they, then they, they, they feel like they might come off as yeah. well. But, like, you just gotta let that happen, man. Like, I'm from California, so, like, you're just like, whatever, man. You're just so easygoing. Yeah. Here's some words to the wise. If you're trying to go incognito, do not wear flip-flops. Yeah, don't do that. Because you will either tense up your toes or you'll make a noise. So... Did we solve this? Yeah, Have I we mean, solved this? I, don't know, I, mean, I think we solved I, it. I, I think he's just. I think this guy is. He's not saying like never. He's just yes. saying like don't be that guy that always wear flip flops. I or, would or agree. I feel I, attacked. I, I I think that I agree. I think that flip flops are actually a terrible, terrible thing to wear on your feet. I I will say I do own flip flops, so I'm not. This is not a, an attack. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, Leslie like, looks like he feels he feels he attacked. Feels attacked. Yeah, I feel I attacked. Um, as a flip flop wearer myself, I think that they're probably not ideal for most situations, <laughs> uh, especially riding on the metro. They have little signs in the metro saying, "Be careful that your flip flops don't get caught in the escalators." Oh yeah, rubber shoes. Yeah, Crocs. Yeah, Crocs. Crocs. Well, that's, there's no. There that's other a whole reason. different. That's a whole different can of worms. <laughs> Another reason why you shouldn't wear Crocs. Um, yeah. So we have. Have we, have we solved the flip flops? I think we have. I think we can. Put I, think that we, to I, think, I think we've said that. You know, just just don't go overboard. Like an episode of Scooby Doo. So usually we don't end with a serious topic, but somebody has asked us if we could talk very quickly about the condition of Taoyuan. This is Maria Bijou. Mm. Thank you for your question. We're going to do a little round robin. Uh, I'll start off with a piece of information, and we'll just go around the circle until we're done with it information yeah all three of us have either written or edited stories about Taoyuan yeah. at the uh, cluster infection of the Taoyuan General Hospital so I'll start off with there are 15 people who are confirmed to have COVID-19 including doctors family members uh, caregivers uh, and there are close to 5,000 people who are being quarantined however the good news is there were no new cases today yeah and um, of those 5,000 I think 400 to 500 are in New Taipei City, which is right next to Taoyuan. And then New Taipei City over is Taipei. So people are getting a little nervous about how close that ring of um, that ring is getting to Taipei City, which is, you know, the probably the most popular city in Taiwan. I mean, I'm sorry, it is the most popular is, city yeah. in Taiwan. Yeah. And uh, it's also kind of like the capital, the financial capital. So like a hit there would be a hit to the workforce. Yeah. Okay, Stash? Uh, so the, the, the cluster started, uh, I guess it'd probably be about two weeks or so now. Um with January 12th, I believe. January 12th, um, with a doctor who was uh, treating a patient who had COVID-19, and there were some kind of breaches. I'm mic number three. Uh, some kind of breaches uh, in the kind of safety protocol, and he eventually came down with the virus. His The next patient was his girlfriend, who is also a nurse at the hospital who lived with him, and it kind of escalated from there. Yes. Now, as a result of this, they have canceled most uh, kind of large-scale events in Taiwan, including the Lantern Festival, some religious festivals, um, a lot of other things like the Taipei International Book Exhibition has gone completely online this year. So these are just some of the measures that they've taken in order to reduce the uh, risk of this cluster kind of getting out of control. Yeah. Uh, Marie Bujou is following up. Is Taiwan's situation serious? I think it is serious in that it's the most serious infection that Taiwan has had 
for maybe half a year, mm-hmm. but at the same time, comparatively, it's manageable. Yeah, I it, yeah, I mean, I'd say like it's it's obviously uh, serious, but obviously, when you have your cases in the single digits, you know, or, or on that you can count on two hands, it's a lot simpler to do contact tracing and isolate people. Yeah, absolutely. They have already contact traced a ton of people. Uh, mm. Pretty much everyone that's come in contact with those people have already been informed and have been asked to quarantine. So actually, I think it's really manageable. If you look at uh, the way that Taiwan has contained uh, COVID-19, um, we were at a far more serious point in March of last year than we are right now, and we know a lot more. So I'm actually yeah. really, really confident that this yeah. is just going to be a blip on the radar. So that is here in Taiwan. We want to thank everyone for joining us. Um, something light to say before we go. Um, <laughs> yo, everybody, drink your water, you know, stay safe. Stay, stay hydrated. Indoors, you read a book. Don't wear <laughs> flip-flops for too long. <laughs> yes. Or Crocs. Jen Delari says Crocs are a big no-no at any time, and I would have to agree. So thank you so much for joining us for Here in Taiwan. I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Leslie Leo. And I'm Stash Butler. Stay tuned. There's more coming your way on RTI. This is Radio Taiwan International. Hello and welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Thank you so much for joining me. This week, I have a special program for you because I'm not going to be talking about a story that's exclusively Taiwanese. In fact, I'm going to be talking about a story that got a lot of attention on Taiwanese social media. Now, this story actually involves South Korea and China. Now, what happened was the two sides disagreed over the origins of a food item. How did they get into this discussion? Well, it all stems from a popular South Korean YouTuber named Hamzi. Hamzi is what they call a mukbanger, which means she eats on camera for a living. That's exactly what it sounds like. Hamzi's show focuses on her eating copious amounts of food, and she pulls enough viewers that YouTube cuts her a substantial check every month for the ad revenue she makes for the website. But this week, Hamzi got in trouble with her Chinese fans because she called a food item a certain name that the Chinese fans didn't like. The story isn't as straightforward as some of you might think. There's a lot of back and forth, and we're going to get into it in this week's episode, which is starting in 3, 2, 1. This is Hamzi. She's a South Korean mukbanger. That just means she's a YouTuber who eats on camera for a living. I know, I know. Some people have all the luck. But you might not envy Hamzi so much after today's story because she's at the heart of a spat between Korean and Chinese netizens. What are the two groups fighting about? Vegetables. Well, more specifically, fermented vegetables. On January 15th, Hamzi uploaded a video of herself eating what she called white kimchi. Kimchi, of course, is Korea's national dish, which is spicy pickled vegetables. Chinese netizens didn't like the designation white kimchi because to them it looked like Hamzi was eating Chinese fermented cabbage. They thought that by labeling the food white kimchi, Hamzi was asserting that fermented cabbage is South Korean. At this point, Hamzi laid low until the outrage died out, is what I would say if that's what happened. 
Instead, online users from China and South Korea got into it in the comments section. Some keen-eyed users pointed out that Hamzi placed hearts on anti-Chinese comments. By placing hearts on the message, Hamzi not only confirms that she saw the message, but she also approves of it as well. Hamzi issued an apology on the Chinese social media site Weibo, even bowing as a show of sincerity. Oh, Hamzi, don't you know that when you side with one group, you alienate the other? South Korean users on YouTube went, WHAT?! Hamzi then went back to YouTube to do damage control, saying that her Chinese management agency is the one that told her to apologize. In the end, the company that represents Hamzi in China dropped her. Talk about a classic case of trying to have your kimchi and eat it too. In Taiwan, people commented on how overly sensitive Chinese netizens were. Huang Zixuan says, I have never seen Chinese netizens accept any apology from a celebrity. Celebrities might as well take a hard stance from the start. That'd make for a better show. I'm Talking Turkey said, The worst part is she couldn't win over either side. One said she betrayed Korea, the other said her apology was insincere. It's definitely a lose-lose situation for Hamzi for sure. This whole ordeal had Zi Yin Lai questioning his understanding of the world when he asked, So wait, kimchi isn't Korean? To which Crystal Lin reminded him, anything called kimchi is Korean. Here's a cheeky meme posted in response to the story. It says, Optimists will say the glass is half full. Pessimists will say it's half empty. Chinese netizens will say it's an insult to China. I think you can't deny that anything called kimchi is Korean. But if you call it pao cai, which is what we call it here in Taiwan, then I agree with Finn Lu who says pao cai is from Taiwan. It goes great with a plate of fried stinky tofu fresh out the fryer, and don't you forget it. And that was this week's episode of Hashtag Taiwan. You know what? Since you're at it, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you think? Is kimchi Korean or Chinese? Let me know. Go ahead and get in contact with me at Taiwan Insider over on Facebook or Radio Taiwan International, also on Facebook. You can also find me at the Radio Taiwan International YouTube channel, which is RTI English. Anyway, until next week, stay safe, stay happy, and stay healthy. I'll talk to you again soon. The Sound of the Amis Tribe on Radio Taiwan International. This is Status Update. Welcome to Status Update. I am Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. We're going to be getting to your letters that you write us uh, about programs that you heard um, from RTI in the past week. But uh, before we do that, though, we're going to update our status here a little bit. Now, uh, for those of you who did join us last week, um, I was talking about how my daughter from Shanghai is back in Taiwan, mm -hmm. and she's been quarantined at home, and she's still in quarantine, the wow. second week oh, of quarantine. So, um, yeah, it's getting very boring for her, but uh, but it's going to get there. Yeah, time sure. flies, I hope so. But... Um, She's uh, starting to do some exercising in the room, 
Um, oh yeah, by the way, um, the way you have to be quarantined here, um, and this was before the 15th of January. It's different now. Where, right, it's different now that you've got to be quarantined at a quarantine hotel, uh, uh, designated. Or if you were quarantined at home, you can you would only... You, you only allowed one person in the house, mm. like no other family members. Okay. But um, she managed to come back before the 15th so that other family members could be there. And we gave up our master's bedroom for her so that she could have her own separate bathroom. <laughs> that was like a really important uh, factor in this whole thing. But anyway, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I thought it through about, you know, like, you know, what I should you know, have in the room for her. And I thought, well, I should put a yoga mat there in case she gets bored she and she yoga? needs to exercise. No, she's not into yoga, but at least just do something with it. And um, so she's starting to, I guess she looks, watches like YouTube and does some, not yoga though. She's not into yoga, not like my second daughter, but um, she does some dance, I guess, just watching a YouTube. And she was asking me, mom, do you have any t-shirts? Because she, you know, it's winter and she didn't bring any summer clothes here and it got warm suddenly yeah i know like very very warm i mean just like it just jumped up like what 10 degrees summer summer was the warmest january day on record (laughs) yeah this is really crazy 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 time but uh, i think we're getting another cold front oh no yeah, no, i don't know in the next couple of days or something like that but um you know actually i'm hoping it gets turns cold again because i'm actually um i bought a um a down jacket, a long coat, down mm. coat, um, online. It hasn't come yet, <laughs> and I don't want it to turn warm, and then I don't get a chance to wear it this year. Yeah. So anyway, but um, yeah. So she's like, you know, exercising away, and we're just like trying to order different foods from different places and buying Wait, takeouts and I giving it to she her. Was missing your husband's cooking. That's what you said she last did. time. You know, it's funny because he only made it once. It was because um, she always makes sure that she has a big breakfast. Mm-hmm. This is her thing. And she would have cereal, C- the American style. <laughs> That's not very... I thought she was missing home cooking. What's, what's no, no, this, no, 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 no. I mean, first thing is cereal. Then she wants like my, my husband's cooking, which is uh, these um, pancake, Taiwanese-style pancake, where wow. she, he would wrap it with um, like pork floss it's actually um right you're talking about this last year yeah explain it (laughs) i mean the last week it feels like last year uh it feels like a year ago um yeah it's uh been pork that's been sort of i don't know it's like this it's turned into sort of cotton candy consistency after soaking in different uh, yeah i think they stir fry it you know and that and keep stir frying it doesn't look i'm looking at the weather forecast it's not going to get below 18 degrees it doesn't look like oh so well, yeah, I, I, don't think I think the forecast cold, keeps cold. changing all the time because you can never really get very, very like hundred percent mm. accurate weather forecast nowadays. Because you know, weather's just just weird. You know, mm. it changes all the time. I mean, because I, I, I think a couple of days ago I read. No, actually, it was just yesterday where they say that we're getting a cold front. It's going to go Cooler. down to about ten degrees. No, I don't know? see that on my forecast. Oh, app. see. So that's changed over a, a matter of 24 hours. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, um, you know, we've been like, you know, offering her different foods that she misses. And actually, she really liked this. Um, it's the uh, the rice ball uh, place. Mm. It's called Liu Mama's Rice Ball. And it is, is very popular in Taipei City. In Taiwan, you're talking about Fan Tuan, right? Yes, fan so like the regular, they're not round. Okay, yeah, they're, they're not more balls. cylindrical they're, kind of. Yeah, they're more huge. like rolls. If rolls. you imagine a giant sushi roll that hasn't been cut, that's right. more like the shape of. And the rice is on the outside. 
All right, on the outside. Their fillings are on the inside. And now people prefer purple rice over, you know, white rice because it's it's more healthy. I don't know. Supposedly. Yeah, and it's not that high in calories that way. And so then they wrap like, you know, pork floss on the inside and then these um, pickled turnips. Mm -hmm. And then there will be an egg in there. And um, some have it like the, um, sort of like a, what do you call it? It's um, egg. It's boiled egg, but then it's like boiled in soy sauce or something like that, right? It's a mixture of things. Yeah, a mixture of things. So they, they kind of like have a fourth of a, a chopped up egg mm-hmm. in there. And then what else? Um, they wrap it in, you know, with a seaweed sometimes. So it's a whole lot of different things. <laughs> oh, how can I forget? There's also the, um, the, um, the, 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 um, the, 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 the fried sticks of fried dough. sticks. Yes. Yeah. Those Very are fluffy. Yeah. Oh, they're, 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 these ones are very crunchy. I mean, Super on the inside, crunchy. they're kind of... Yeah, they're crunchy, Lots though. of air. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So so those are good, and they can really fill you for a whole meal. Mm. So she really misses that. But the other day, we were trying to get those they again. Do any of those things in Shanghai? Uh, I haven't heard from her about having those. I feel like a lot of that stuff is probably available. Maybe not right by where she lives, probably. Okay. Yeah, but I'm sure they've made their way into Shanghai. Somehow, all these no, Taiwanese delicacies have made their well, way into These aren't into necessarily Taiwan-specific, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So. I don't think that all of these, like Youtiao, you can find that in China, oh, too. But they're they're very different, they? I think. I haven't yeah. had Youtiao there, so I don't know. Yeah, they're kind of, I don't know, they're kind of different. I think the ones that we have here in Taiwan are more... There's more air in there, they're so it's puffy. more fluffy. Yeah, puffed up, yeah. But those, the ones they have over there, they're more dense, kind of. I've never had one but, over um, there, so I don't know, but... Yeah, so, but the other day we tried to get this, you know, rice ball for her, and they already sold out. Wow. Yeah, it's that popular. So, she was a little disappointed, but anyway. Well, she's got, like, what, another week, so... <laughs> yeah. But then, after this, after the 14 days, she has to have a self-monitoring for another seven days. Right. And I asked her, because she's, she gets a call from the neighborhood chief every mm-hmm. day. Well, actually, it's, like, her assistant. <laughs> you know, it's not the neighborhood chief herself. But, um, you know, she get a call, say, how are you doing? Are you feeling all right? And, you know, take your body temperature and that kind of stuff. And I say, ask her, you know, what you can do in those seven days, what oh, you can yeah, or cannot there's do. rules. Yeah. I think she can go outdoors, but just don't go to, like, public places where there are I lots think, of people. I think public transport may not be allowed either. Oh, so I told her to ask specifically about the you know those questions. And does she need to get a COVID test after all this is done? You know what? You, she hasn't you been asked tested. me that time. She last hasn't been time. tested yet. Not here, you know. But she was tested before she hopped on a plane in Shanghai, mm-hmm. but not here. And so yeah, okay, that reminded me. I I have to make sure that she asks. Otherwise, I don't want to break the rules and then get fined. Right. So yeah, so we're being very careful here. Anyway, she can't, well, she can't wait to get out of quarantine. Whereas sure. I'm th- going like, well, let's be careful about how you can get, you know, what you can or cannot There's do. There's rules, yeah. There yeah, so, yeah, we're going to make sure. All right. So that's an update about my daughter, actually. Right. But, um, yeah, so anyway, let's get to your letters. We always okay. love so much to, can't wait to read your letters and love to hear from you guys. So what programs you listen to and what you think about them. So our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei Taiwan. If you insist on writing another letter right now. <laughs> Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw, and you can always find us on Facebook and Twitter. All right. So this first letter I have in my hand is coming from Machine Makino of Japan, and it says, Your dear sir and ma'am, I wish to report reception of broadcasting station Radio Taiwan International. Um, he listened in on January 22nd and um, at 15320 kilohertz. 
And it says that uh, let's see here. Oh, so he heard the news, and it was read by Paula Chow and our newest uh, our newest addition, Stash Butler. And um, it says that uh, okay, f- uh, among the news stories, President Tsai Ing-wen says she hopes that Taiwan and the United States will continue deepening their partnership based on existing friendly ties. Also, the foreign ministry says that the attendance of Taiwan's representative to the U.S. Shabi Kim at U.S. President Joe Biden's inauguration is significant. The Democratic Progressive Party, that's one of the major parties here in Taiwan, says it is looking forward to closer U.S. Taiwan cooperation under the new Biden administration. So it's a whole list of like all these new stories related to Biden <laughs> yeah. here. Um, then Taiwan has reported two new imported cases. What well, that was then that day, yes. bringing the total yeah. number of COVID nineteen cases. Taiwan has recorded so far up to 872. We sadly passed that point now. Yes, we have. And then the European Parliament has adopted pro-Taiwan resolutions as part of annual reports on the EU's common foreign and defense policies. Also, President Tsai Ing-wen has highlighted the importance her administration places on the development of green energy. Also, authorities in Taitung County have canceled the main event of local uh, Lunar New Year celebrations due to COVID-19. And the government has decided to postpone a plan to issue digital national ID cards due to concerns over privacy and information security. Well, great. You got all the details about our new stories that day. And also, he listened in to on here in Taiwan for that day. And it was with you, John, and Stash Butler and Natalie So um, about the fight against propaganda karaoke from China. <laughs> okay. Uh, about colorful masks using to express themselves. And about farm in Vatican City with the help of Taiwan? Uh-huh. Near the Vatican City. Right, right. Okay, okay. And about the Burning Boat Festival in the south of Taiwan. Okay, so simple rating was 44433. I guess it could be better. And my impressions of your programs. Today I was able to receive your station's broadcast, although I was a little concerned about the mixed sound of NHK's broadcast. I later looked up on the Burning Boat Festival on the internet. I was really amazed at how grand the festival was. Okay, thank you so much for the details. I really appreciate it. And that was Shin Makino of Japan. We have a letter here from Brian Newell of Logansport, Indiana in the U.S. It's dated January 19th, and it says, Dear RTI, it is good to hear a new voice, Stash Butler, on the air. Glad to hear you all working together in conversation on Here in Taiwan. What days we are living in. May you continue to find inspiration in the good stories waiting to be found on Ilya Formosa. Best wishes, Brian Newell of Logansport, Indiana. This report here contains uh, details about a program that I did about bats. Um, Mm -hmm. This was... A place you can find, I said that you can find bats even here at RTI's parking lot. And actually, I saw them that very night (laughs) when I recorded that show. Oh, wow. You've never seen the bats? No. It's at dusk. Uh Uh-uh. You have to look carefully. They're pretty, they're pretty obvious. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of leave pretty late. It's, you know, but it's already done. It's around dusk when they come out. When the okay. sun has just gone down. Oh. And um, so I talked to a researcher uh, who talked about uh, different bats and where they live. Uh, and also the fact that being uh, rhymes with fool rhymes with luck. So they're considered right. traditional, uh, you know, symbols of good fortune. Also, the things that um, you can do if you find an injured bat and the threats that face bats here in Taiwan today. Uh, and also uh, work to build bat houses everywhere, which are kind of cool. They're on the side of trees. and. Mm. 
Um, that was followed by Ear to the Ground, which was, it looks like it took place in Taichung and featured a Malaysian drummer. And after that, there was Feast Meets West, in which Andrew Ellen and Stash discussed Yang Energy and Sunshine, which we lack these days here in mm, Taiwan. Yes. Uh, that's more of a summertime topic. But uh, anyway, there was discussion of vitamin D, milk and mushrooms, a cough remedy, a hole at the top of an tangerine. This sounds like an, a recipe that was shared here. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, it, there was all it, the result seems to have been hot, salty tangerines. Yes. So there you go. I've heard about that. Yeah. And that was once again from Brian Newell of Logansport, Indiana, in the U.S. Although I wouldn't want to taste salted tangerine. Maybe it's juice. good. I don't know. Well, okay. All right. Well, um, this is a short note from Michael Stevenson of Australia and it's so good to hear from you because um, it's been a while <laughs> it's been a while and, and and actually I've been thinking like hmm Michael Stevenson what's he up to so it's so good to hear from you it's a short note here it says Happy New Year to you all at Radio Town International and let us hope that 2021 will be a much improved year over this current <laughs> year Kind yeah. wishes from Australia. So good to hear from you. Honestly, it's great. And I thought that um, maybe I can go on to the next letter here. Okay. Um, so this one is, this other one is coming to us from uh, Munir KP of Gulf Asian English School in Sharjah, uh, UAE, United Arab Emirates. And it says here, Dear Sir, what, ma'am, how are you? Warm greetings from cool Sharjah. Nowadays, I could listen to Radio Town and English program on 6185 kilohertz, only at 1645 hours, but not daily. This is because of strong interference or jamming by another broadcast. And then on January 20th, he was saying that um, he noticed some nice songs at 1646 hours and listened up to 1656, almost 10 minutes to program just the classics. Oh, yes. With uh, Natty So. <coughs> Filled me with joyful moments. Thanks. And then program anchored um, by Shirley Lin was superb. Um, simple rating is 35222. Signal emerged in atmospheric noise alternatively pulled out and in, but uh, the vocal sound was hard to realize. And radio used is Texan PL660 with an external antenna as a 45 meter long wire. Um, and he actually attached audio files and a short video clip. Well, thank you so much for doing that. That wouldn't be necessary, but I uh, appreciate that. So that was uh, Munir KP of Sharjah UAE. Uh, we've got a note here from a listener I don't think we've heard from before. Um, this is Heber Saravia. It doesn't say where he's from, hmm. but it describes how he found a song by yeah. Teresa Tang, a f- right. Taiwan's famous pop diva. Yes. It said, I'd done my, all my searches on Google and YouTube in English and Spanish, no luck. So I switched to uh, Chinese. To do this, I went to Wikipedia and searched for Teresa Tang's discography, where all the albums she published were listed with her titles in Chinese. Since I'd heard that song in 1984, I started searching for the titles in Chinese using the copy and paste functions. I looked at the early 60s albums containing traditional Taiwanese music, then the 70s albums. Finally, I got to the 1977 album and when I heard the first song after 35 years, I knew that that was one of the songs. At some point, I got to B3, and that was it. Wow. Uh, at that time, I heard this song perhaps 1,000 times. I loved the music, Teresa's voice, the feelings. I even learned to sing it along in Mandarin without understanding anything. Actually, oh. this is a Japanese song. Okay. Um, but uh, right. she sang in many languages. Yes. Uh, yes at she that did. time, I would think one day I'll find out what this song means. Well, that day was yesterday. I found it after a couple of years looking for it. To my surprise, the translation, the translated title of the song, Zongyo Itian, is uh-huh. One Day. <laughs> Thanks. I'd not heard this song for decades. Even my brother remembered it when I played it for him. Best regards, Heber Saravia. 
Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing in detail about how you found this song. That must have been quite a feat. But um, yes, we all, um, you know, I think any Taiwanese would know who Teresa Tang is. Um, We just totally revere her. Um, but, and she's um, she's passed away a long time ago, a long time more than ago. twenty years. Yes, and people still adore her <laughs> and her music and her singing. I heard she, they have like her. in hologram form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with uh, Jade Zhou. Yeah, um, our um, yes, our pop star. She's been resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for all your letters. Uh, we would love to hear from you again and again. So do write us and continue to tune in to our programs and let us know what you think about our programs. And then write us. Our address is PO Box one two three dash one nine nine. Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And please remember to leave us a note on YouTube or Facebook if you have a, if you have a second. All right. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kHz. In South Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti at rti.org.tw.